the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read well, we cold read works we read by cold you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the the writer. We want you to send in your work and the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything: pilots, yeah. screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission, not plural, plural at coldreadradio.com. You shouldn't sneak up on people like that in here. That's how accidents happen. Speaking of accidents, I'm a friend of Cordelia Chase. This is a private club. Featured word, private. Hey, you don't talk to me. I'll kick your ass. Featured word, ass. Angel, right? Her boss? She told me about you, man. Yeah, well, I somehow doubt that. Yay! Sick burn. (laughs) And I skipped a word that made that make sense. But it's okay. okay. I switched words around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Same point across. Yeah. (laughs) So today on Tall, Dark, and Broody, we have Jen Kleinrock. Yay! Yay! Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Um, and we kind of have to start with an admission and an apology because <laughs> I was promised something and then it didn't totally. come to fruition. We told Jen that we would, we had her on Hellmouthy and we said, Jen, you should come back when Wesley's in leather pants on Angel. Leather Wesley. Leather, leather Wesley. Wesley. I think we thought that he, that we see more. It's a more long-lived thing. Is it really just like one it's or two episodes? One episode. <laughs> okay. But he does get more badass. He but that's does. an arc. He's kind of he kind of made a jump forward, and then now he's back to almost exactly old Wesley. Yeah, and then by the end of the series, he's pretty broody and dark. Yes, he's but, has so got you, some you facial scars. <laughs> he's Great. got um, he's got scars in his heart. Yeah, scars inside and out. He seemed a little bit in these episodes as though he you know lived a little more life since okay. the last time I mm-hmm. saw him. Um, but he was still the same old Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, we're this is like he's a little bit beaten down because he has i when we first see him in buffy he's like i'm ready for the world yeah and then like this part is like the beginning of the breaking where he's like okay everything's fine um i'm still (laughs) what i'm still here i'm still like i'm still wesley and then right and even like his idea of he needs to take care of the girl Mm -hmm. like he's definitely shifted his attentions the way they were used to be on Buffy to Cordelia yeah. in terms of like we got well, everybody has right yeah right. <laughs> she's gone she's the only girl yeah um but yeah so I feel like he still has this like weird paternalism mm-hmm. that he does. I think yeah. he's gonna realize is both unwelcome and unnecessary mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we see That's that good. his <laughs> it is good um oh yeah he gets pretty sharply corrected in that thought Yes. I think, yeah, he's got a lot more to go through. So I guess we're going to have to keep having Wesley check-ins. So prepare Mm -hmm. yourself, Jen. (laughs) Don't make any plans to run away to, where's too far away to podcast with us? Japan. Cool. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. (laughs) I promise I won't go there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so our first episode is called Som... We are ambulist. That's oh! how I thought you say it. Wait, we, you and I fought about this last I, episode. I, was it? A I said somnambulist, and you were like, "I'm pretty sure it's somnambulist <laughs> because it's about <laughs> sleep." Som. I think and, I'm on Kelly's side for this one. <laughs> <laughs> the way you guys say it makes it sound like fabulous. Somnambulist. Somnambulist. It's just somnambulist. <laughs> how come there's like so too much of the word as an afterthought when you say it that way? Somnambulist. 
Somnimbus. I mean, I I think the emphasis can still be on the som, som without it being actually on the som. Yeah. Somnimbus. Somnimbus. I think it's that the letters don't want to come out of my mouth in the right mm-hmm. order. Can we? So hey, like Kelly, a... you're right. I Thank was wrong. You. <laughs> <laughs> so my first note is Wesley's beach suit, linen suit, because it's so beachy. Yeah. It's so billowy. Mm-hmm. It's so. It just it's it he looks just like a hanger. Yep. And it's just hanging. Or like he's a character in an Agatha Christie novel <laughs> <laughs> set in like Rio. Yeah. Poirot. Because Poirot would not wear a suit like that. He's no. much too starched, but one of the killers would Yeah, he would be like a suit. suspected killer. For sure. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. He could easily be a murderer. Right? And she's mm-hmm. like, cause yeah. he seems so mild mannered, but it's always the mild mannered one. It mm-hmm. is. Classic. Um, my first note was about where the murder took place, the warehouse murder, mm-hmm. on Wilshire and Vermont. <laughs> All of those empty streets yes. and warehouses at Wilshire and Vermont. Yeah. In the heart of Korea. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, By the docks? I don't know. It just did the not. Docks at Wilshire and Vermont. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, right. misunderstanding what this city is in mm-hmm. this show. Or Seems I guess, like it. I, it, yeah. yes, it's 10 years ago. Okay. But 10 years isn't that long ago. No. And when they're like, because you know how uh, fucking Kate, yeah. the most boring person. Oh, oh, how do you feel about yeah. Kate? Sorry, I just tainted <laughs> yeah, we the We have well. an opportunity to get fresh takes. I just, uh, she was on Law and Order SVU, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that was like the whole thing I was thinking about. I was like, she's playing the same character. She does on Law and Order mm-hmm. SVU. Um, I thought she was, yeah, I agree, boring. Mm-hmm. She was just sort of, eh. And then she like did that thing with, uh, Angel, she was like, no. And I was like, okay. And then she just like didn't show up for the rest yeah, of the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Great. Um, yeah. I just, she's so not interesting. And I also didn't like um, when she's like talking about all the girls that are killed. And yeah. she, she's just really, really pulling from that Law & Order SVU yeah. type of thing. Because yeah. she's like, you know what they have in common? He's like, what? And she's like, they're dead. That's the only thing they have in common. That's not the only thing. They also have you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like that's that piece of yeah. dialogue. All right, guys. Next time I'll pick a better piece of dialogue for the opening. <laughs> you guys just that. Oh, no. my God. And she's like, mm, okay. But like, she's like, it's yeah. this city. And, or, yeah, she knows his name's Angel. Yeah. She's like, it's this city, Angel. I was like, it's not really this city. No. I mean. I mean, sure, but she's also in a position of thinking all the things we know are demons. She thinks just are humans hurting mm-hmm. each other. That's true. So there's, I'd be kind of nice if it was actually demons, like, in our world now, yeah, doing all of the bad things. I would well, like yeah. it. Because then you could say, like, humans aren't capable of the stuff that's that mm-hmm. fucked up. Exactly. Like, but then what would happen is you would have some friends who were demons, and then mm-hmm. you couldn't demonize demons anymore. And then... And then it would just be the same. And then it would just be the same. Mm-hmm. And everybody would just be people, and some people are good, and some people could kill you. And then here we are. We're, li- we're living in that world right now. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is we are all demons. <laughs> we're all demons. Perfect. Um, the other, the thing about Kate, I don't think she works as a love interest for Angel because no. there's not a lot of chemistry. But she also doesn't work as someone I believe is a good cop. No. Yeah. No. I, I wish she was. Gr- if she was a great cop who also Angel made moony eyes at, I'd be into it. But instead, she's kind of seems like a shitty cop who's not that good at detecting things. And has no chemistry with Angel. Mm-hmm. And calls him, says he has a faith, face of an angel. No, he doesn't. Like no. maybe the archangel Michael or something. Like an <laughs> angel that will kill you. Yeah. I have a question about this show. Sure. Please. 
is it felt very uh like Veronica Marsy uh-huh. in the episode <laughs> in these episodes. Is that like a general thing mm-hmm. that happens? Like uh it's a very like detective, noir-y type of feel. Mm-hmm. And it's aggressively doing that in the first season because they're trying so hard to differentiate from Buffy. Yeah. Which they do. Yeah. And they definitely are a lot about case of the week. Mm-hmm. Which even Veronica Mars would do that and would have like these ongoing um, threads mm-hmm. that would tie up at the end of the season. And Angel, at least in this first season, there's not a lot of that. No. There's people, I mean, you know, characters are will be in an episode for, to episode. Oh, you missed Doyle completely. Mm-hmm. There was an Irish guy and who he, died. He, but, and he was like Cordelia's love interest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. they mentioned him enough. Yeah, I, I feel like you would have liked him. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, if, one set of episodes earlier. You if I had been in town last weekend. <laughs> you really missed yeah, your I know. Chance. She could have gotten the end of Doyle and Leather Wesley because it was back to back. Oh, my There's God. another universe. Blame my stepsister. She had to get married. How dare she? <laughs> People getting married Ugh. when there's Angel to talk about. <laughs> um, I could go back and watch those episodes. Though. Like, it's not, I don't have to just watch these episodes because I'm on this podcast. That's true. Um, but I mean, that's how it's been so far. So but. far, only upon assignment <laughs> does Jen watch Whedon for us. <laughs> Although I will say I preferred Angel. Oh, okay. To mm, okay. Uh, it's a little more grown up. Oh, it's it 100%. Is. 100%. Yeah. The dialogue is, while cheesy, a little less cheesy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's less um, stylistic. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain things when Kate's like, it's this city, which is very like, we're noir. In that whole montage where it's just like uh, them like all looking at like maps and history and their faces uh, yeah. and like, yeah. overlays and fade-ins. And I was like, I don't know what to look at right it's like now. A, like, yeah, it was like a research competition. Like everyone's like, research, research. Yeah. Um, who has a file that's labeled all caps angel? Who has a file that has like, it's like a paper file that Not says Kate? angel in all caps? Is that Kate's? Kate has a file on him? I don't remember this at all. Unless, because there's a scene of filing with Angel and Cordelia. And he's yeah, trying to find right. things. That was no, 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 no. expecting. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's, sorry. uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wesley comes in and he's like, I've got this file on Angel. Oh, yeah. When he's like, I think oh, Angel right. like, turned evil. And that's it's just this, right. like, manila folder that. that says, like, it's his <laughs> little, right. like, it label has, like, maker. One piece of paper Angel. in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I've got this file. It's just, like, a newspaper clipping. <laughs> Wesley is sort of useless in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that on Buffy, it was just, like, the joke, right? That he's useless. And I think on Angel, and this is part of it being a more adult show, it's more about what happens when you realize you're useless. What do you do? Yeah, and then well, like, kind of his arc. No, I mean, yeah, it yeah. is. I it's believe it. A struggle to like try to find meaning in what you do, and how sometimes trying to find that is like really tragic. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny because the episode, one of the episodes of uh, Buffy that I did on Hellmouthy. Mm-hmm. Was the one where Wesley and Cordelia meet for the first oh, time? Oh yeah! So it's funny to see them like interacting now versus interacting at the very yes. beginning. And I wrote down like I kind of miss bumbling Wesley, yeah. <laughs> but then he comes back, yeah. so it was fine. Yeah. Did we spoil you on how that interaction ended? What interaction? Willow and Cordelia. I'm sorry, Cordelia and, and Wesley. Wesley in high school. Tension, tension, tension. Mm-hmm. Dancing at prom, being cute. Wesley and Cordelia? Uh-huh. Okay. They just went on one dance. It, she's 18. It's I was going to say, like, she's in high school. And <laughs> yeah. They made sure to explicitly say right before they danced together, she's 18. Yeah. And Giles was just like, she's 18. Just go do what you want to do. No, yeah. but she's still a child. <laughs> well, yeah. Wesley's a child. 
Is and he? Intellectually. Is he like and hundreds of years old or something? No. Or is he a regular human? He's a human. I don't know how these people... I don't know. I came in and Cordelia had sight powers. You're right. Oh, yeah, no, that's, right. that's true. But it ended with the two of them in advance of another apocalypse having a, a passion embrace that was... Probably the most uncomfortable kiss ever recorded on television. Yeah, it's like <gasps> it's aggressively shot. It's, re- it's, it's very funny. Watching. And they finish and they're just like, oh. <laughs> and then they <laughs> try again and it's yeah. still like, oh, it's, it's very good. Very, very good. good. Okay. Performance okay. by both of them mm-hmm. and the moment was great. So I think they are definitely friend zoned yeah. now. But as well they should. Yeah, they, yeah, it's better for everybody. I like that now they are just like trying to work around each other. Yes. Um, they seem be able to yeah absolutely yeah, there's yeah. no tension and and cordelia is not looking at home for love no, no. she's not she <laughs> is good yeah it will except for when you meet some guy who impregnates you with a demon's baby <laughs> yes so, okay. getting ahead of your sorry Jen. getting super ahead i just <laughs> i do say and this is something that i think cordelia definitely has over buffy not that they're in competition in any way but they're <laughs> mm-hmm. the, two, the women of the show uh-huh. uh is it her se- sense of self-preservation yeah. That when she thinks Angel's angelus, she's like, okay, we're going to fucking kill him. Yeah. That's the right thing. And there's no hesitation. There's no, but he's my friend. Like, she's like, nope. Mm-hmm. If she's like, gonna what we got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get yep. it done. She's like, you stab him in the heart. I'll cut off his head. It was perfect. Yep. Um, I wrote A plus in my note. Good job. <laughs> I actually, man, I really like Cordelia. In this no, series. I love Cordelia. I in this really series. did. Yeah. She's, uh, her, her character's awesome. In this she series. really yeah. is. Yeah. She's badass. And, mm-hmm. but she's also like a human being mm-hmm. and has human being emotions and feelings. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little dumb, but who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's a little dumb. She's figuring it out. Yep. I wrote down in my notes at the beginning of the episode, is this the one where Angel's being single white female? Because I totally, mm-hmm. I like didn't remember this episode completely, but I remembered that like there was someone that was trying to like mm-hmm. get to him in a personal way. Yeah. But he's just recreating his own killings, not Angel's killings. Yes, but he's doing it to get Angel's attention. Mm-hmm. Um and it's Jeremy Renner. I thought I was like by Jeremy Renner, question, question, question. And then I said, is that not Jeremy Renner? And then I he wrote I think so it weird. is Jeremy Renner. He looks weird. Jeremy Renner. And it makes yeah. me wonder if he's had like work done. Work done or something. Probably. Because, I mean, and he's, he is, you know, we're all older mm-hmm. than we were when Angel was on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does look, he looks, he looks like his own brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he looks so much like he him. He does. Yeah. He but looks not very quite, different. Yeah. And maybe it's the yellow spiky hair. The spiky hair and the way the, okay, he's wearing Oh, God, this. the awful goatee His thing. aggressive uh, 2000 facial hair. Yeah, yes. It's like. He's perfect for the time. He's just. Yeah, it could have been a soul patch, and it would have had the same effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, God, remember soul patches? Yeah, it was yeah. a real thing that, that we all that we all yeah. witnessed. Um, but yeah, it's it's him. It's Jeremy Renner. Oh, it is it's okay. Baby I, Jeremy Renner. I didn't actually do any research to see if it was him or yeah. not. I just had thoughts that were conflicting and wrote them down. Yeah, it's Jeremy Renner, and then later he was in another Whedon project, Avengers. Yes. Totally coincidentally, because mm-hmm. he didn't cast him. So. Um, 
I was just looking back at my notes to see what other things I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to hear about them. And one of them was when Kate was doing her like briefing with the rest Ugh, of the staff, which yeah. is very criminal minds. Yeah. And also more specific than it possibly yeah. could have yeah. been. He's recently broken up with like a, <laughs> a long term love interest and he's broken. And it was yeah. just like, what? No. <laughs> How could you possibly know yeah. this based on these killings? It There's was no so, way. It was so ridiculous. And like, I just felt like she really didn't want to be there as she was delivering those lines like yeah. i felt like it must have been uh, well it had to be because there's a part where she turns away and mm-hmm. it continues like that a lot of this was like ADR. recorded yeah 80 yard and i i could just picture her just like standing in a sound booth like reading yeah this stuff and just being like and then this and then he's like She's this and... just like sitting there waiting for her big law and order svu break mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. She's like i guess i have to do this show yeah someday mm-hmm. i'll, I'll wait on... for something yeah. better <laughs> i'll be off the wb and on nbc <laughs> and hey she made it she did she, she made did. it she got her dream and i feel like i saw her doing something recently and i was like oh good for you like maybe she's on one of those chicago shows or something i'm sure she is she was like chicago fire she's chicago like pd for, chicago pizza for- <laughs> Ooh, I watched that. <laughs> uh, sketch. <laughs> We're going to cut this. Uh, and then we'll get so many viral views. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, though it might mean we have to watch one of the Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. Do we, we though? I watched part of Chicago Fire. Okay, done. We're, we're good. Research um, done. Took me a long time to realize that it, they're like referencing the great Chicago Fire. Oh, and then it's all about the Chicago that, Fire Department. It is yeah, about Chicago about Fire Department, modern. but like they're like playing on like disaster. Like I was like, I think that it, it is okay. I think. Come on, Chicago Fire. That's like the biggest fire ever. You can't. Oh, come on. That's like calling something nine eleven, and then being like, it's not Guys, about today. That. Is 9/11. I know that's why I mentioned it. But it's like a huge disaster, and it's like you yeah. you know that it's referencing like it has to reference that. You're right. If there was a show called Nine Eleven <laughs> about a family that lived at Nine Eleven Sycamore, there probably would also <laughs> be referencing Nine Eleven. Yes. Ugh. Um. Nine Eleven. So, <laughs> um, Penn. Here's the thing about Kate too, and it's not her fault. But I wrote Penn is so much better than Kate because. That performance has energy and, like, you give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Even though he's a murderer, even though he's got dumb daddy issues, he's still compelling. Yeah. Yeah. And Kate is such a a dud, comparatively. Mm -hmm. The – I found it really interesting about how, uh, yes, he shouldn't have been murdering people, but also – like, he's kind of right to blame Angel. Like, mm-hmm. that was justified anger Mm -hmm. because he made him who he was. Mm -hmm. And then abandoned him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like – Angel was shitty to him, yep. so he was pissed, and I get it. Yeah. Which is like a, that's like an interesting way to feel about a guy who just murdered three people. <laughs> Absolutely, and it makes me sad that he gets staked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his staking was probably Kate's best move of all time. That was pretty it smooth. Was, that was badass. That was pretty <laughs> badass. If Kate could be like that all the time, I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it was sad for him to be dead now, because I would love if there was a rogue vampire out there. I mean, we get it with other old friends of Angel but <laughs> but like the idea of a rogue vampire out there that Angel has wrought because yeah. so much of this show is about his redemption and about him feeling bad about all of the horrible things he did and he did horrible shit he was really bad he was yeah. very very bad he was cruel he was cruel um but yeah, like but he had it the is, face of an angel. He had the face of an angel oh. he doesn't no. he really I mean like I said ma- yeah no. like an angel that's mad 
He has the face of like a marble statue. Sure. Yeah. You know? But like angels mm-hmm. are cherubic. No, they look very like little babies. I feel like Cordelia like has more of a face of an angel. <laughs> yes, Cordelia is very beautiful. Uh, Cordelia had some of the funniest lines. <laughs> I love her to pieces. Show. Uh, nocturnal commissions cracked <laughs> me up. I was dying. And, and the same like set of sentences. She goes, better safe than cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> She's yeah. all like laughing, and I'm all yeah. about Cordelia right now. No, she is um, the best because she, she is sassy and funny, and without like the affectation that. And not that we have to talk about Buffy, but the show Buffy yeah. has so much affectation, and like no, Cordelia is just a hoot. You just yeah. want to hang out with her. I yeah. know she's funny and <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, um, I loved when. <laughs> Uh, Wesley's like she'd be locked up quicker than Lady Hamilton's virtue and she's like and he's like no offense and she's like I don't know what that meant I don't care <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I feel like really Cordelia is just like all of us yes, <laughs> just like, yes. Yeah, we're yeah. all Cordelia yeah. we, we are oh we are all Cordelia mm-hmm. um, and I also like that she gave away so much information before saying you're totally pumping me for information yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, I felt really bad for that kid who just really wanted beer mm-hmm. I know <laughs> It's like all he wants is some beer so he can go make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't kill him for that. And he's pretty dumb because he asked Jeremy Renner, Are you old enough to buy yeah. beer? And it was like, Jeremy Renner was old enough to could be your dad. Yeah. Like Although he looks young in this show. He looks he does not look under twenty one. No. 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 He but doesn't. but you're right. I guess that is the first question you ask people. Are you old enough to buy beer? Did you ever ask people? Ran strangers? No. No, I never asked strangers. I was with people, like, in a crew that asked strangers. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, do, drink in high school because mm-hmm. it was just so hard to get yeah. alcohol without, like, my parents knowing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I yeah, I never did that. In, in college, I would ask friends. Sure. Yeah, in college, I'd ask friends. Yeah. One of my uh, one of my regular liquor hookups yeah. in college is getting married next month. And Ooh, I'm going wow. to her wedding. <laughs> Pretty excited. Maybe she'll Gonna bring her up. booze. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, maybe better be an open bar. <laughs> oh, weddings without open bars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Though yeah. I went to a wedding recently that was mostly like beer and select cocktails. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. Yeah, my stepsister's wedding was pretty much beer and wine, mm-hmm. but that was fine. That's yeah. fine. I just had a ton of wine. Yeah, <laughs> I drink. No, that's totally fine. Yeah. Oh, guys, 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 it mm-hmm. was bad news bears. So, okay, I mean, everything turned out okay. Everybody's fine. This is from your wedding last weekend? Yeah, it was like a lot of beers, just mm-hmm. beers and beers and beers and beers. Um, And then uh, I did some sh- whiskey shots. Yeah, you did. And a friend of mine was drinking a very st- – she was like, I'm just going to have this one drink. So she made a really stiff drink, but then she got tired of it. And so she handed it oh. to me. So I drank her really sweet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and then Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And then just more beer at that point. But uh and other stuff. But then this is the embarrassing part. So I'm on the back porch and it's the end of the night. And there we had there had been like uh cocktails in these large, like you know, those lemonade, like several yeah, like gallon a, mm-hmm. size jugs. Mm-hmm. And so that had been like the cock uh, mule had been like the cocktail mm-hmm. for the wedding. And so end of the night, one of the guys, it was college friends, and one of them came out with it, and he was just drinking from it. So then I, kill, I like, killed it. Oh. And I remembered this, right? But, like, uh-huh. I thought this was a secret. Not a secret, but, like, yeah. not public. So apparently someone took a picture of me. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, her name's Rachel Kaufman. Rachel, I'm putting you on blast. Yeah, I'll tell that's fair. And then put it on Instagram. <gasps> no. With, I mean, it Did was she part tag of a, you? Yes. And oh. it was part of a collage. So, like... 
I'm not sensual, but it was like this moment that that's like, a lot though. And to you have didn't to want the world to know, no, mm-hmm. and to have to see yourself guzzle of ginger beer and vodka from a ten gallon gallon jar is so much different than like hazily remembering that yeah. you did that. So oh. now I guess now I'm putting it on super front street, but like I'm so sorry. Yeah, where did we start? <laughs> Uh, oh, the kid buying beer. Right. Kid buying beer. So I guess I have about as much self-control as that little boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely a moment that I thought was, like I said, going to be a hazy memory. Mm-hmm. And now I can see it on my feed. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing a really cute dress in the pic. I mean, the pic oh, itself good. is like, I'm pretty cute. Yeah, like, you're cute. <laughs> like, I never, I don't think I got uncute. That's good. good. I did fall at one point That's on the dance fine. floor. Oh, whatever. But, that happens. But as long as you fall, cute. Yes. And then someone else cute. fell worse. Okay, that's all smashed their face. Oh my god, what? <gasps> was there blood? blood? No. No. Uh-huh. Like, oh. I think a broken nose. <gasps> no. Not on the dance floor, but like between yeah. the Was dance it a floor person who lives locally or was traveling from far? Uh, it was a local person. Okay. Um, and the bride came around the corner and saw this person covered in blood and started retching. <laughs> Awesome. And then no! the next day she never talked about it and she felt so bad, which she shouldn't. Like, it's just a natural reaction to mm-hmm. a face of blood. But That's she's like, amazing. It sounds like you were at the best party. <laughs> it was a really, it was a really good party. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. <laughs> Through a good party. I like when a wedding is a good party. Yeah. Yes. Um, I went to a wedding. I have, I think I've spoken about this on the mm-hmm. air. Um, so it was like in Chicago in the summertime mm-hmm. and it was like in one of those enclosed tent things yeah. and like it started su- summertime storming and raining Ooh. and then flooding the venue <gasps> and then the water started evaporating inside of the enclosed no, no, tent no, 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 and it no. was extremely hot and all- it was a very formal wedding so all of the men were wearing three piece suits and couldn't take off their jackets because they had sweat through their clothes <gasps> That and, sounds like a nightmare. And then during the uh, uh, vows, mm-hmm. the dad is officiating the wedding for the daughter, who's the bride. And he says, um, the, the husband is the master and the woman is the helper. And I instantly was like, what no. the fuck? Wait, no, no, so, no. Or just in your heart? No, no. I, I just sat yeah, back and my boyfriend at the time like grabbed my arm because he knew I was like <laughs> flipping out. Because who puts that in yeah, their wedding? Yeah. And it's like your dad, your dad is saying that to you. Yeah. Like, do you like that's awful? Mm-hmm. And she was like thrilled. I'm pissed off. I'm of uncomfortable physically because it's very hot and mm-hmm. sauna ish. And then I look over and the mom is crying. And I'm just like, why is she crying? There's nothing nice about this wedding. Why are you emotional about this wedding? This wedding sucks. And then after the ceremony. They pass around like a charcuterie plate and then they're like, thanks. (gasps) And there's no like dancing. There's no reception. There's no reception. There's like some like flutes of wine are passed around. Did they do a receiving line? No. There was just like social. I don't understand this wedding. And I was furious because I was like, we flew out here. Like everyone had to fly out here. You flew out there strictly for sweat and misogyny. Yeah. Yes. Expecting like at least a party afterwards. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> who, are, who are these people to you? They were my ex's friends. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Fuck and them. fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it was. And, I feel like that's when you like find the cool people and you're like, hey, guys, no, we're going to a bar. That's, that's right what now. we did. Good, yeah. so we good. like all kind of glommed together and um, we were like, this sucks. Like, this oh. is really bad. And my so one of my uh, this uh, couple that were, we were friends with, um, <laughs> uh, the the woman of the couple was just like kind of complaining about it. And she mm-hmm. starts speaking a little bit louder <gasps> as she's complaining. She's like, fuck this wedding. I hate this <gasps> wedding. And her uh, husband's like, hey, sh-. like you're kind of being a little bit yeah. loud. And she goes, don't fucking shh me. I'm not your helper. <laughs> <laughs> Good line. <laughs> Excellent. I like that person. Fantastic. <laughs> that I was like, fantastic. you win. And yeah. that's the thing about that kind of, that kind of sermon or vows. Like, it's offensive to everyone else in the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's not just... You're, it's not personal. It's, it's like yeah. everyone mm-hmm. is dealing with it. My my stepsister's wedding that I was at this past mm-hmm. weekend, um, her, one of her best friends officiated it. Oh, I love and, that. Uh, yeah, and it was, like, really sweet and really nice, and it went really smoothly overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing during the ceremony that didn't quite go as smoothly as my stepsister had hoped is she had, like, repeatedly told her friend, like, I don't want us to be pronounced man and wife, but husband and wife, Mm -hmm. because it's like a little, a hundred percent, a little less Mm -hmm. misogynist. Um, And so, of course, when she gets to that part, she goes, "I now pronounce you man. I mean, husband and wife." (laughs) That's cute, though. Corrected herself. Yeah, it was (laughs) was, a little bump. Yeah, but it it was. It just gave the wedding more character. Yeah, Yeah. they did something that I had never seen, which uh, they had like four benches Mm -hmm. for like the elderly folk, and then the rest of us just like stood around in a clump. I that was yeah. the uh, the wedding where the the I'm not your helper woman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Their wedding was like that. Really, I like it. It was like um, a warehouse, uh, just a party. Mm-hmm. People uh, like walking around with like drinks and heavy appetizers. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they were like, "Hey, uh, we just want everyone to gather around. Um, we're gonna get married." Yep. And then five minutes in, out, done. It was super chill. Yeah, yeah I love that. I loved it. The I wedding like, that I was at is... did that for the ceremony. Yeah. And then we yeah. had, there were tables for... We yeah, had yeah. Same. There were like tables like, for dinner and... But and benches for so the great. people that need yeah. to sit. Yeah, and they did, which I think I have seen before, but I loved, is like uh, the they lit candles and then everyone had a candle and you like... Oh. So, so like the fire of their love was like passed from person to person. Uh-huh, that's and, like, cute. Like, yeah, it was really... It was a little windy, so there was lots of like putting your hand in front of them yeah. because you don't want your flame to go out. Yeah. But it was like... I don't know. It just added this metaphorical layer mm-hmm. to. That's really sweet. Yeah. It was also a couple that I adore, and they could have had the worst wedding, and I still and would you have, still would have had the best. Yeah. Time. <laughs> like they're pretty much the best people. How do we make it to weddings from here? Um, I don't know. Um, I see Jeremy Renner. I hear wedding bells. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So apparently, uh, hot goss. Mm. I guess this is might be liable. So okay. don't sue me, Jeremy Renner. I think it's probably it's slander. slander if you're okay. saying it out loud. Uh, no, so we slander. Uh, no, with Tall Jack and Broody, we write down and publish. <laughs> no, this is I'm having it transcribe what oh, we're I saying. <laughs> no, you guys are transcribing app. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he's a bit of a deadbeat dad. Is he? Yeah, like he doesn't like he's had to be taken to to court to pay. No, it's, wait. So but that he might has not be slander money. if it's true. It's not truth. Think, is an absolute. I'm pretty defense. sure it's true, unless I'm thinking of someone else. But I feel like. If yeah. you have the money to pay child support, I know. why don't you? you not pay child I don't understand support. not paying, paying child support. I'm also, yeah. I come from a family of divorce where my parents continued to co parent and co take care. Like it wasn't, it was never, I mean, I'm sure there were times when my dad was writing whatever checks he had to write that he probably was sad to write a check, just like I'm sad when I write my rent check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But like it was never ever even a question or a thing. So it's hard for me to like yeah. empathize with begrudging your children a quality of life. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I was on a gray- Greyhound bus from Nashville uh-huh. to Cincinnati one time and we stopped in Louisville and we picked up uh, like, you know, just some more people onto the bus to go to Cincinnati. And this guy ended up sitting next to me mm-hmm. who was getting out of prison that day oh <laughs> for skipping out on child support. Oh, Jesus. I've Jesus never Christ. smelled anything worse than him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just his soul. Yeah. <laughs> Literally oh, never I, smelled anything worse than him. It was um, one of it's like I can still smell it. If I oh think my god, it. <laughs> and oh. awful. I'm I have no idea how we're gonna get back to Angel, but <laughs> I watched the whole first season of Sixty Days In. Oh, I've been recommending that I show to people. You. I need to watch it. How it can I find so, it? It's on uh, A and E, the webs. Uh, they're uh, just like their, their app? streaming site. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, get on it, girl. It's so good. I need to watch it. So good. It's oh man. I have it's so many so opinions. Real. Robert. That guy is a lying piece of shit. <laughs> I know. But it's so good. Oh my gosh, I need to and know. You have to watch it. And there's so a Marine good. who's like almost too good at fitting in, and you're like, oh, are you? Yeah. yeah, it's so good. It's and so then so do you know who the like mm-hmm. rat is? You meet okay. them and you even like see their families. Like you know their life a little bit. What before. brings you? To being like, I'm going to do this job. Well, they all have, like, a motivation for, like, why they're going to go in and do okay. this. And, like, for some of them, for one of them, like, his brother's in jail. And he, like, wants to see what it's, like, mm-hmm. what his brother's life is like, basically. One of them, well, he says he wants to know because he's a public school teacher and he wants to be able to teach uh, his kids, like, the kids about why they shouldn't go to jail. But he ends up being just, like, the worst possible human being. Oh, great. Um, Sorry, spoiler alert. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, and maybe um, a sociopath. Like, yeah. uh, he's really bad. Yeah. yeah. He was awful. And then there was a guy who, like, uh, really wants to be, a, like, a DEA agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wants – he, like – first of all, that's great experience for your resume. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he – and he got in so well with everybody. Cool. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of them have their stated reasons mm-hmm. that they are telling the camera at the beginning. And then as this – and I don't know if it's the way it was edited or if it really did come out that way. The truth about – their personalities and why they're there starts to reveal itself yeah. as the season goes on. Like there's especially there's this one young mother who um, her husband's in the military and she her stated reason is like I want to see what's happening in there. They spend as much money get feeding prisoners as they do feeding my husband. I should my husband should eat a lot better than a bunch of people who committed crimes. He's volunteering for so she has this big chip uh-huh. on her shoulder. And then as the season goes on, you find out more about her and her life and where she is and all and it all makes way more yep. sense. So like they all have these stated reasons. Cool. And then because when you're because you like see the most raw sides of not only like not only the people in the prison, mm-hmm. but like the people like the, the volunteers. People. Like cool. you, Wait, so do you get paid to do it? I mean, I think you I, get I think they TV get a pay. Yeah. Okay. You get paid like you would to be on any yeah, TV show. Okay. I think. Uh but man, and it's such a it's I love that show. It's such a yeah. cool. Pro, I haven't like started the second season. I haven't really either. I might binge it. Cool. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I went on the Annie website just now. Cool. Um, I also saw that uh, one of my friends who's very into these kinds of shows mm-hmm. also recommended to me um, Escaping Polygamy. I don't know if oh, you guys. Oh, I don't that. know about this one. Okay, so it's about these women who have escaped, um, like the uh, like Mormon, very fundamental yeah. mm-hmm. Mormon. Um, polygamist groups and it's about like how they come to reckoning with like dealing with 
feeling betrayal toward like feeling like they've betrayed their family yeah. versus like but they also help other women get out and so it's oh, a sounds great. Yeah. yeah she's like it's so good she's like i've watched all of it and i just saw that it's on here okay. so i was like oh i'm gonna watch that that's Man. sort real, of real crime stuff or like yeah, yeah like true, true life <laughs> oh that shit's good i'm into it man <laughs> oh yeah um should we get back to fiction yeah, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I mean the end of expecting has a little sister wives feeling to it, it does but that's way far away when from they put on like, their togas and get in that vat of stuff yes. yeah that vat of oh. stuff <laughs> and talk about their master i thought it was a sewer for a second that they were climbing into <laughs> i was not okay Ooh. with that yeah. that's in my notes somewhere <laughs> no yeah you're getting some kind of okay. bacteria i so wrote I, down wesley needs tighter shirts in my notes he well. does they're so billowy <laughs> they're, so big. they're so big and i think billowy. they don't want us to know he's got a physique under there yeah. a physique? i think but I think, we all know it we know <laughs> i think they want us to think he's got a bird body wow <laughs> but if they put him like in an under armor shirt Ooh, yeah, ooh, Under Armour ooh. shirt and some of those like um un- like those like uh, Under Armour sweatpants that like drape just perfect on the oh, booty. Just yeah. right. You know what I'm booty. saying? Oh. Booty. I bet you he's got a little perky butt. He kind of looks like the tiniest bit like Rob Lowe. Like a little bit. Rob he's got like Rob Lowe tinge. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could play brothers. They could. Yeah, they could, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. He'd be like the overachiever brother that's mad that he like isn't quite as successful as Rob Lowe. Yeah. Yes. Like. But because Rob Lowe, let's be honest. He cruises. He cruises. cruises. And, he, and he nails it. He nails, he nails it. it. That's the thing. He we cruises still, and nails yeah, it. He cruises. Yeah. We still all like him. But yeah. he cruises. He's what are the challenges for Rob Lowe? Everyone likes him. He walks around <laughs> being cute. Mm-hmm. I didn't if you He's guys like watched a bajillion the roast. years old, he looks mm-hmm. the same. Watch what? The roast? No. Of him? It wasn't that this week? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um I haven't watched it. One yet. of the guys I work with was like really excited because everyone was mean to Ann Coulter on the roast. Oh. And I was like, oh, roasts aren't really my thing. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, but you got to see it. And I was like, uh, I don't really like roasts. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, at one point I was, because I wanted to end the conversation, I was like, just send me a link to your favorite parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, and so you know what he did? Mm. Sent you a link? He played no. his favorite parts. And so I, and I was like, oh, I guess I literally asked for this, but I was trying to not, not, do, not yeah. do this. <laughs> And it's hard with Rose um, because I get it. Everyone's being mean. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it's a woman and they start picking on appearance, that's it not, feels beyond mean. It doesn't. It's, but but maybe exactly, I don't. That's just like bullshit. Yeah. But maybe I just shouldn't watch. I really shouldn't watch Rose. There's I don't not think, your thing. It's not my style of comedy. That interaction though with that man is so funny because mm-hmm. you're like I don't like roast and he's like they're so mean and like this is the roastiest roast you will ever and you're like yeah but I don't like them and he's like yeah but you'll love it because it's so roasty like here like yeah. let me just send it to you and you're like no 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 I don't like roasts and it's weird when like you tell someone I don't like this thing and they're like they no, feel but- personally affronted yes, that you don't yes. like it and, and uh, it's their obligation to convince you yeah and they're like no 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 but this thing is the most of that thing yeah so you're gonna love it and it's like no but I don't like that thing Right. And Ugh. and especially with I think it's it's kind of true with any narrative or fiction, but like especially with comedy, like it might just not be funny yeah. to me. Yeah. Have like, you guys uh do you guys know who Lindy West is? Yes. No. She wrote this book. So she was a she's a writer for Jezebel. Mm-hmm. She also wrote for The Stranger for a long time. Um and she wrote this book called Shrill Memoirs mm-hmm. of a Loud Woman. I haven't read it yet. I just finished it. Mm-hmm. It is like up there among my new favorite books. Ooh. It's amazing. Um, but she talks a lot about, I had a point, where'd it go? Um, comedy, making people Oh, yeah. Listen. She talks a lot. She was like a big, um, she was a big voice in like getting rid of 
rape jokes yes, great. in the comedy yes. scene. And, like, she talks all about, like, all the backlash she faced mm-hmm. and just, like, all the shit that Ugh. she went through. And, like, getting people to recognize that rape jokes aren't funny and that that one time Daniel Tosh did that thing at the Laugh Factory and told mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people to rape that one woman was Oof. not okay. Not okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is – it's such a good book. I okay. can't recommend it I can't it wait. Enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have a physical copy of it? No, I have, I have it on my Kindle. Okay. No, I should give her money. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it. But I really – I want to – I've been – it's on my list. It's very good. Um, She was also on an episode – it was almost like a weird episode of Kamal Bell. Yep. Uh, and she talks about that a and lot. She ta- and it was like her and Jim Norton, I think. Mm-hmm. And so they, it was almost like a – it was kind of a roundtable on rape mm. jokes. And it was really interesting because – But she was she was not set up for success in that. She wasn't. But it was I, – I still like, I still think it's worth watching. I actually um, haven't watched it. I just read yeah. about it. I know. And it was from her perspective. So like I'm yes. sure that – So, of course, I, I have had a insight. Yeah. at this point. Um, but it's interesting because Jim Norton is a person who I think – is not evil at base mm-hmm. and isn't even a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he is apt to defend things that I find deplorable. Yeah. So it was interesting to see him in a, and he was, I found him at the time. I mean, now I'm going to re- read uh, Lindy's book and have a totally different perspective. But at the time, I found him fairly reasonable mm-hmm. in how he approached his arguments. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, I wish there was more reason debate in the world. Yeah. I feel like everything is, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I and this uh, election season only makes it worse right now. Mm. Yeah. But it's just everything is so hyperbolic and name poly mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, what if we just had thoughtful discussions about issues? Because people like being angry. It's more comfortable, and I guess. People don't like listening. Yeah. Like people want to be right without being challenged. Yep. And that's like, shitty. I don't know. It's it's shitty. 27, 28, <laughs> 29. <laughs> Um, okay, but you know what we could probably agree on? What? And if not, I'd love to hear a reasonable disagreement. <laughs> sure. Um, the super speed effects that they use on Penn right before, in the last fight. Uh, where it's like, shoom, shoom, shoom. Yeah, it was a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, oh, angel show. Yeah, a lot of the stuff is like pretty embarrassing. I wrote yeesh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in this whole thing was when Angel, when they were in, they were in Angel's office, uh-huh. and there was that beam of like sunlight between yeah. them. And Angel goes, "Cordelia, get me a steak." No, oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, "But it's eight in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> I got so much uh, joy out of all of her double. Oh, she was yeah. the best. She was so good. She was really good. There were so many daytime scenes in this episode. A lot, and we got to see uh, Angel's tan tan skin. He's too um, tan. We got to see. I mean, Penn is tan tan as well. Yes. Maybe Every- that's just like a deterrent feature because if they weren't fake tan, then they would be not tan at all and mm. like pasty gamers instead of like cute gentlemen. Yes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she pasty instead gamers. of cute gentlemen. Cute gentlemen. <laughs> I do like that pasty gamers and cute gentlemen are at opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. You real. can't be a cute gentleman pasty gamer. <laughs> I mean... I think oh, you can we'll be see. cute and pasty. It's you mm-hmm. can be cute and pasty. I don't know if you can. Can you be a gentleman gamer? I haven't met my one experience. Yet. <laughs> yeah. um, no, most of the time they're calling me slurs. Yeah, 
Yeah, but does not suck for the people who love. I mean, I, the women who love it. It's a whole other problem. But like for the men who love games, no, because I know men who love games, and they usually just like turn off the yeah the th- like they aren't vocal. Yeah, but if you're like Which, a gamer right. person that's with your little um, microphone and you're like yeah. chatting, if you're comfortable in an area of such uh, rampant misogyny mm-hmm. and homophobia, then. Yeah, you're not a gentleman. Yeah. No. I, but are uh, you really a gentleman if you just turn the sound off? You're just ignoring the larger yeah. problem. I mean, I, I turn the sound off. Yeah. I, am, I, am I contributing? But it's also because I don't want but people to know But you're also protecting woman. yourself. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on to an episode whose name I can pronounce? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> expecting. What to expect when you're expecting. How about that bandana top? Yeah. Uh, uh, yep, it's there. <laughs> I, I liked finding out in the previously on that Cordelia, Cordelia's apartment's haunted. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good ep too. If you do a re- if you do a watch and the you get to the Cordelia ep, it's worth watching. Yeah, I believe um, it. I kind of liked your ghost. Her, I like her ghost I too. too. Um, Phantom Dennis, mm-hmm. he's a great ghost. He's a great ghost. We he's enjoy like him. A great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had good instincts about mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, he knew what was up. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, bumbling Wesley with her friends. I loved her again. flirty friends. Oh, mm-hmm. they were great. <laughs> also, they- like, where does she have time to find these friends? Because she doesn't ever have friends, except for when the show needs her to have friends. I feel like she goes to the coffee shop. They see her. She yeah. makes a joke, and everyone's like, "Oh, this girl's amazing. I need to be a part <laughs> Let's of this. be friends." Yes, <laughs> in the same way that we want to be friends with yes. her. <laughs> exactly. That's true. I would probably approach her in a supermarket. Uh-huh. If if I if <laughs> wait, does she have headphones on? No. Oh, speaking of headphones, you guys read that thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't read Did the whole read thing. Wait, what? How There's, to talk to a woman with headphones like, on. Like, it's a whole article about no. how to. Because they really, because when a woman has headphones on, she's really just waiting for you to give her a reason to talk to you. That sounds rapey. It's mm-hmm. so misogynist. Um, it's been blowing up. It's been blowing up. <sighs> I don't want to see this you don't, shit anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's um, not your fault. Uh, <laughs> I brought it up. You didn't so write it. No, but I brought it up. It's, but. Yeah, it's such a different perspective on things. Because when I have my headphones in, I mean, I'm not going to be mean to you, but I'm telling you I'm not interested in engaging. Yep. yep. I'm not in a space where I mean, I right wanna... now we all have headphones on and we're engaging pretty deeply. Yeah, but that's a part of recording <laughs> but a podcast. here's the thing. Also, our headphones are feet, like, fed directly by the things we're saying. <laughs> right. So it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, and it, it, yeah. it's a lot. I went to at work on Friday. Uh, my company put together this, like, female empowerment day seminar thing which was (laughs) awesome they brought in all these uh all these like really like powerful inspiring women to Mm -hmm. talk to us including reese witherspoon guys (gasps) oh i saw that on facebook yeah uh it was great but there was this women in media panel and they were talking all about like kind of things that their like male bosses had Mm -hmm. said said to them uh and it just god so much cringing was happening like this one woman was like when I got pregnant, my boss said, what a shame. You could have been a really good producer. <gasps> <laughs> and then another woman um, was uh, was talking about how she was, like, leaving her company and she mm-hmm. was, like, 31 or so. And her male coworker said to her, like, um, you know, 31 is when I always pictured you getting pregnant. So you and your husband should really should really get started on that. Oh, my God. What? Nightmare. <laughs> I can't. That's I can't. It's just like, jeez. Mm-hmm. How can people be so obtuse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lack 
any like awareness of other people's personhood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like when I was uh, sexually harassed by a client at my job when I was a lawyer and I told my boss about it and he laughed and said, well, he's paying his bill tomorrow, so you should wear something slutty so we can get more money out of him. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. So and I started shaking. I was like so was mad. Was there an HR shaking. for you to talk to? No, because we were so small. Fuck. So I just didn't do anything. God, I hate people. Yeah, it was awful. But I mean, he lives a really sad life, and I hope it continues to be that way. Best of luck to you, sir. <laughs> or not. Um, so expecting is all about gross men. <laughs> It's uh, true. Ken Marino Ken does Marino. a great job of being so slimy. Yeah. He's so, like, just the way yeah. he looks at her is yep. so slimy. Mm-hmm. Also, he's wearing so much makeup. Yes. He is, he has got cake on. Yeah. The last thing that I actively watched that had him in it was Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, and so it was really funny to, like, watch that and then watch this. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> because his characters are wildly different. Yep. <laughs> Though I felt like, especially when he, before he revealed how much of a total skeezball he was when he was trying to seduce her. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of the guy from Burning Love. I mean, he is the guy from <laughs> that character, that character mm-hmm. from Burning Love so much. Like, he's yeah. had a fun career. Yeah, he mm-hmm. really has. I hope he's happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like I see him every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I saw him in his car one time over by UCB Franklin. You know cool. what? I think he has like a great level of fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think him and Amy Sedaris have like very yes. good. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you're only recognized if people like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And otherwise, you can do whatever you want. And otherwise, people will see you and be like, I think I know that guy from something. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. everything, really. From everything. <laughs> right. It's pervasive. In everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he does a good job of being the creep. Oh, he's so slimy. Okay. I want to talk to you guys about something. Sure. Lay it on us. And again, this is similar to when I took your temperature about that chick in my class. Okay. If one, if you're at a bar mm-hmm. explicitly to meet men okay, and or hang out with specific sure. men and one of your friends is literally kissing one of them and you go up and say i'm bored is that appropriate <laughs> <laughs> no it was not like no. i feel like maybe that's something you do when you're in seventh grade mm-hmm. like you do when you're a ch- like a, but not you're just when you're an adult you're an adult like you can get yourself home you're I would, a grown yes. woman i would be like that's not my problem like if, if someone was like I'm bored, I'd be like, okay, cool, bye. Cool. I think I would just be so flabbergasted. Like if Jen did that to me at a bar, while I would you were be, making out with, some yeah, dude. I would be like, time out. You Let's stay. have a conversation about yeah. this. Yes. I would be so <laughs> thrown. Yeah. It's like, are you okay? Because like, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Exactly. I'd be like, I can't. You can't possibly really just be bored yeah. and doing this to me. Like, did someone like fucking touch you? Like, yeah. Like, what's going on here? Is your leg broken? Yeah. Ugh. Are all your pieces here? Because yeah. that. I was shocking. It was shocking. Shocking. And that girl gets rewarded by not being knocked mm-hmm. up with yeah. seven baby monsters. She gets to go live her life. Never knowing what could have happened. Baby monsters. Um, <laughs> Good yeah. name. But yeah, I was I was so shocked at that behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh Wesley name dropped uh this my school. Oh. <laughs> uh he was when they were asking about like Wilson Christopher, mm-hmm. and he goes like the such and such scientist from Brandeis. Yes. Yeah. Where I went to college. Awesome. I got real excited. It was a Jen call out. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. There and was- he looks directly into the camera and said, I'm looking at you, Jen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so- not wearing my leather pants. <laughs> and then he put them on for me. <gasps> Slow motion, put them on. Yep. Great. <laughs> I want to know what your dream was. Wesley's <laughs> talking to you. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. And, and then he does that thing that everyone does in dreams where they're like, Jen, Jen. 
And then I wake Jen, up. And, like, and then their voice becomes someone else's yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, Classic. That's great. Um, Cordy wears a very shiny wrap. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? We, oh, her thingy. Her thing. Oh, yes. yeah, the, like shawl thing. She yeah, has. yeah. But she leaves on for a long time after they're in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, she's just like, like going to make tea with this wrap mm-hmm. on. It's very unattractive, shiny wrap. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, no, it's like it, lame. Like cheap fabric. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ugh. Um. Yep. So she's doing that, and Phantom Dennis is like, "Hold the phone. This guy's creepy. Yeah. I'm gonna keep turning on the lights. Nope. I'm gonna do all this kind of stuff." She doesn't want to hear it. My so when did your guys's like ears perk up to his creepiness? For me, I, I remembered the pregnant thing, like the oh, title of the episode. The oh, like expecting. I knew, I remembered she got pregnant. I didn't know he was creepy until a while after. The yeah, fact. for Fair. me, I got creeped out when he goes when he looks around and he's like, "You live here alone." That I was like, "Yeah, what?" That didn't creep me out. Really, it creeped me out because, like, yes, he could have a. Completely God, her innocuous. Her apartment, though, is fantastic. Gold. That's the <laughs> other. No, so that's the other. So nice. beautiful. You got to watch that episode because you just get so much of that apartment, and you get to meet Dennis. And living in LA, you fucking get it. You're like, man, to get that place for cheap, you don't ever want to leave it. Yeah. Of course not. Yes, I'll live with a ghost. I don't care. Yeah, that place was so nice. <gasps> you guys, I I thought for a second that I had a ghosty in my apartment mm. because. Mm-hmm. This is really scary, actually. So I was, like, cooking, and I guess I must have left the gas on, but I didn't realize it. <gasps> and I'm just scary. sitting. Luckily, um, I always have, like, all my windows open, and I had my balcony doors open. Yeah. But I was, like, sitting and, like, just doing work on the couch, and my heart was just, like, racing. And I was like, why is my heart racing? And I kind of feel like I can't breathe. And I was like, mm, whatever. And, like, just kept – two hours go by. My sister comes two home. Hours. Yes. My sister comes home. I'm, like, talking to her, and we are both standing in the kitchen, and – I, I smell gas and I look over and it's just on all the way. I was like, what? That's Who horrible. did this? Oh, no. So I was like horrified. And I, maybe that's why I wasn't feeling well yesterday. Yeah, that'll give you a headache. Yeah. I didn't feel well at all. And then oh. I was scared and like panicked because I was like, oh, my God, am I going to die? Yeah. And I was like, my cats are fine. They would die before me from right. that because they're smaller. Yeah. Um. Well, and I just, you like, pushed them right up against the gas. I was like, <laughs> I was putting their faces in it. I was like, are you dying? Um, but, and I just like went outside on my balcony yeah. for a little bit. But Yikes. I was like, fuck. Oh, God. That is scary. But I was like, I don't remember doing that. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe I so do you think it was when you turned it off, you just turned it the wrong direction? Sometimes you can overturn those kinds of knocks. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just like really paranoid and scared now. Like yeah. I always think that the gas is on. But uh, when I was in college I was studying abroad in London and I was uh 20 years old living in a flat with a bunch of like 18 year olds mm-hmm. which like felt like a huge difference at, a t- at the time mm-hmm. which it sort of was they were freshmen and I was a junior mm-hmm. um but one of the problems was our kitchen and one of them left a burner on <gasps> uh but it was an electrical stove oh my god no so you couldn't tell that it was on yeah. um so I was in there making something and I did something that I shouldn't have done, but, like, I didn't think about it. I put a roll of paper towels <gasps> on a burner. Oh, my God. Was it oh, Burner just, was uh... on. It didn't immediately go up in flames, but after, like, 30 seconds or a minute uh-huh. or something, I could smell paper burning. I was like, what? And I looked, and, like, the bottom of it was completely black. Oh, and luckily God. I was like, oh, shit. And I turned yeah, off yeah. the burner and, like, took the paper towels yeah. off. 
But I was oh. like, I could have set the whole building yeah. on fire. Yeah. Because of my stupid idiot freshman yeah. roommate. <laughs> stupid freshman. And freshmen, fucking freshmen in England can drink. Can, yeah. Like mm-hmm. legally. Can you imagine how much worse freshman year would have been if like you could have like legally procured alcohol? Like I know it was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was also like that the like limit of not being able to go into a liquor store and yeah. like buy it my, like myself. Here's the thing where my brain goes is I would have gone to so many fewer frat parties. Me too. Oh, that's like, true. I would have yep. I would have been straight to bars. Yeah, straight yeah. to bars or yeah. just friends yeah. places. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just been like I would have but it's still, skipped that whole it, But it's still phase. that first like you know right when you're 21 and yeah. you're like still like drinking or like mm-hmm. right when you get to college and you have that yeah. freedom then they like also have this added layer of like being able to have unlimited alcohol mm-hmm. and there was so much vomit in my building I'm all sorry. the time. Yeah. Oh my god. It I was rough. Drinking in the dorms I feel like would have been a horrible thing. So gross. Yeah. Disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That would be the like, thing. Like there weren't really frat parties at the school mm-hmm. in London but there were like Everyone was so drunk in the dorms all the time. And Have you watched in elevators. Uh, Fresh Meat? Uh-uh. What is that? Um, it is a British sitcom that uh, is about a bunch of freshmen who, like, for some reason can't get into the dorms, so they all end up living in this – or maybe it is student housing, but it's like a, it's like a house. It's mm-hmm. like a townhouse that they all live in um, and get up to debauchery. But I think you would like it. Or maybe it would give you too many flashbacks. <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix. Cool. I'll watch it. Um. I have a question to pose to both of you. Mm-hmm. If you woke up one day, eight and a half months pregnant, what would the, be the first thing you did? I, I wouldn't think I was pregnant. I would, I would, I, I don't know. I would, I would like, I would like push on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, there's no way this is pregnancy. There's something else happening. I here. would try to poop. Yeah, <laughs> I would try to poo. I think I would go to the ER because I wouldn't, there's no way, even if yeah. I had just like, I, obviously because I, if you, you would think that you were just bloated or something? I would think, or that like my appendix burst. I would think something mm. opened. Mm-hmm. But I also, from the people I know who have been pregnant, they claim it feels much different than having a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would hope so, to be honest. Yeah. So if I, okay, so let's say it's a scenario where I'm pregnant and I can tell it's pregnancy, not a burrito. A burrito. Because you haven't had one or, recently. <laughs> or a busted spleen or something because mm-hmm. like i would just think my stomach was filled with fluid yeah but anyway but if i could tell there were beings in there <laughs> beings i think it would, i would call my mom honestly yeah i would call my mom and be like something's happening no but wait are we in a hold on now but are we in a world just she, in a world where she doesn't know about demons and i know about demons yeah so that's different because then you're like i could be pregnant because of a demon thing i think i would google it honestly that's yeah. what i do WebMD man oh don't get on there Nightmare. <laughs> what I had if you so Google many panic attacks. Woke up eight and a half months pregnant. And it would be one of those. <laughs> I didn't know I was pregnant. Episode of Angel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. It. That'd I be, thought she was really good though. Yeah. In that scene. Oh yeah, she performed it really well. Yeah, she was so good. Um, I wrote, thank God she's already wearing huge pants. Yeah. Thank <laughs> okay. God. Her ex- access to maternity, maternity clothes? clothes was a little, that was. It was the most far-fetched thing of this episode. Yeah. More than no stretch marks. Oh, yeah. Because overnight, your skin is. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, it would your bleed. Would split. It would, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. Don't think about it. You know what? Uh, magic. Magic, magic. No stretch marks. No stretch marks. No splitting skin. If you're magic. a demon, you don't get stretch marks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they magic. never really also, addressed what exactly happens. How, oh, uh, there was a lot. You guys both <laughs> talked for a long time together. <laughs> they never addressed exactly how the demon sperm was implanted. Sex. Yeah, but like, oh, was but it he was doing on me, or was it the... in his sperm, or like, how did the demon give him the right. like juju <laughs> to yeah. have sex? And then, I mean, probably just like you get it. Yeah, I think they were vessels. Mm-hmm. Because okay. he was magic. Oh, maybe they took a dip in that water thing and then his penis was coated in it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that got picked up. Yeah, I think yep. it did. Uh, <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways. <laughs> I did like that Dennis brought her tissues. Yeah, that yeah. was sweet. Dennis tries nice to take ghost. care of her how he can. I wrote, "Aw, her ghost is being supportive." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Angel and Henrino have the same hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just replace the face. Replace yeah. the They're face. Very different faces. Mm-hmm. Different faces. Similar builds. Mm-hmm. Tall. Very tall. Angel mm-hmm. is a little, I think, like yeah, wider. Broader. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ken Marino could do that if he wanted. If he wanted he to, makes he could train. Yeah. Ken, yeah. God, we love you. Keep doing what you're We're doing. We're just raving. This is a we, Ken Marino yeah, rave, even though his character is a piece podcast. of shit. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Milo? Uh-uh. No. It's about a guy who has a hereditary demon that lives in his colon. <laughs> 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 and as a person with IBS, mm-hmm. I really identified with and enjoyed oh, the movie awesome. a lot. Uh, is that now how you think of your IBS? A little bit. demon that lives in your colon. I want everyone to see Milo <laughs> and then they'll understand. Demon. They'll be like, okay, we get it, right? <laughs> Sometimes you can't leave the house. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, also, it's kind of a forced abortion when they, at the end. Mm, yeah, kind of. Because none of those women want they that. They didn't want it. But they were not. They uh, didn't. That's so fucked up. I, they were. I think they were like being mind controlled though, yeah. right? Yeah. They were being so, like yeah. Is it a force it's, I mean it's from the moment but their minds aren't their own. I mean here's the thing. Cordelia would do the same thing in the opposite position. Just oh, like she for, was if like, it were Angel, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she would do it. She would do it. She'd so abort his babies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think but it did have a weird I wish there was one more girl on the team, maybe. Yeah. But having like the two men being like, I'll yeah. save you Cordelia yeah. and like get rid of your babies, which yeah. also is now that water filled with Aborted. Uh, I was wondering about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. They none none of them floated to the top. Mm-mm. Maybe they were. Well, heavy. they never took a f- their first breath, so there's no air inside. <gasps> oh, this is dark. So they just kind of like <laughs> fell down to the bottom, like a feather falling in the air. Yes. <laughs> With all their brothers and sisters that will mm-hmm. never be born. R.I.P. There's a moment in this where <laughs> I'm changing the subject. <laughs> There's a moment in this where uh, I want to say Wesley goes to like comfort Cordelia mm-hmm. and she like shirks away yeah. like, really fast. Yeah. And just like, it's like, no. Yeah. And like, I thought, and she's portrayed, I think, as being a little extreme in that moment. Mm-hmm. But if I was suddenly pregnant and someone tried to touch me, I'd mm-hmm. be fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. nope, get, yeah. up, get away, fuck you, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. Unwanted physical contact. I thought um, the part that was really, I thought it was cool when they were like, that whole scene when they're taking out the amniotic fluid. Yeah, like, it was so scary. Yeah, yeah, it was really was cool. And it was like, 
I felt like it harkened back to like when um, people wouldn't tell women that they had like diseases or yeah. problems to not like scare them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. My um, so my grandma got really sick. Um, she's like, or she she was like really old. Um, but she would like come in and out of like lucidity. And my mom and her brothers and sisters, her brothers and sister, and my mom's dad like made the decision to like not tell my grandma that she was going to die in like a month. And I thought that was like fucked up. Yeah. I was yeah. like, they're like, well, it'll just upset her. And I'm like, uh, but she can't prepare herself. Yeah. No, it was really like, they're so, I don't know. It was weird. And I think they would have done the same to my grandpa, but it's just like, right. they, there's a weird, and I don't know if it was like a cultural thing because mm-hmm. they are all Vietnamese. Um, and I'm first generation, but yeah. it's like, I, it was weird. I was like, why? Like, they were just like, it's better if they don't know. And they've done that for like my um, uncle, I think, like was taking care of his mm-hmm. wife. Or not my uncle. I'm sorry. My great uncle was taking care of his wife. And for the longest time, like as she was dying, or maybe it was switched. But one of the person that was dying didn't know they were dying. And they just like took care of that person. And then the person died. I thought that was really fucked up. I mean, I guess at a certain point. Do you think that you would just know that you're dying? I think you just do. Yeah, of yeah. course. Because you're like, I'm significantly weaker. You've got to know. You well, and not bad. only that, but you would also know everyone's lying to you. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. And not being able to, like, talk about it or acknowledge it. Yeah. And, like, I know if she was drifting in and out of lucidity, maybe she wouldn't have been able to. But still, like, yeah. that's, that, it feels a little icky. It does. And it feels so, like... I don't want to pass judgment on your family. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's just like it's like a weird paternalistic thing. Mm-hmm. And it's also just like I, like you don't get to make that decision for me. Yeah. It's you know, it's like yeah. y- you would want. I don't know. It was weird. I'm I'm I was very sad to hear about Gene Wilder, but I'm also all about how he went, which was he ate his favorite dinner and they mm-hmm. were playing somewhere over the rainbow when mm. he died. And I'm just like more power to you yeah dude. yeah if you can orchestrate it yeah mm-hmm. i mean he had alzheimer's so i'm sure what happened is he had like written out a how he wanted yeah. to go and yeah. then like when i get to this certain point in my alzheimer's you know mm-hmm. take care of it for me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and we'll do this thing and it'll be really nice mm-hmm. so yeah i i love that yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep i don't know it's a weird thing because if you if you die not knowing you're going to die at least those moments were free of that yeah, worry you weren't carrying that yeah and I she think- is the type of person who was like like she would get upset okay. and faint like if you got in an argument like with her goat. Yeah, like she well, she she wouldn't even really be fainting. Like she would just be doing it for attention. Like right. she would be like, "Oh, you're upsetting me," and then like have to go like lay down because uh-huh. she would faint. She would have the vapors. Yes, seriously. <laughs> and she was always laying down. Like when we'd come over, she just was just like the type of person who just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. She would just be overwhelmed easily. Yes. And so I think they were kind of like, "Well, she can't handle it because of the, how she is." Right. Mm-hmm. Like you tell her that you don't want to eat at like X restaurant, and she's gonna faint. Mm-hmm. Imagine telling her she's gonna die. But well, she'd faint. She'd faint. And, you know, but it's, and she's already in a hospital bed. She'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, there's no hard corners. No, there's no hard corners. It's all very soft and round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember when Cordelia drank blood? 
that I actually I thought it was so funny when she like looks at them and has that like mm-hmm. far away look in her eyes. She did. Chris Carpenter is a really good actress. She's a really good actress. She nails it. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Ken awesome. Marino are the stars. Yep. <laughs> I would watch like a sitcom with the two of them. Oh, yes. fabulous. That would be so good. Someone do it. Make it. We're us babies. <laughs> are we back to being babies? So we just go in and out of it. Yeah. Just like babies. Just like babies do. Oh, totally. Um, uh, Gun clubs sound like a nightmare to me. Like a private gun yeah. club sounds awful. I don't need to be a part of that. Nope. You mean like the is it the private part? What is the featured word? All all <laughs> featured word ass. <laughs> okay, ass. Uh, do you I shoot do, guns? No, I've never shot a gun. Do you? Have you? I've never shot a gun. I, I grew up in a very anti-gun household. Yeah, like we weren't even allowed to play with sticks and pretend they were guns. Like yeah, was, that kind of thing. Um, and then I have not grown up with a lot of gun friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Some point in my life, I would. Here's the thing: I'm very klutzy, so <laughs> if I'm ever going to shoot a gun, it's probably either going to be in a gun club environment or like a very restricted outdoor gun, yeah, shooting environment. Like I can't see myself like someone's like, "Hey, you want to go shoot cans?" I'm like, someone will die. Yeah, mm. and it might be my foot. <laughs> yeah, I guess like a gun range. I could see trying that once. I've had yeah. my stepbrothers have done that. I have some cousins who are into that. Mm-hmm. My nuclear family was not about okay. guns. Um, but I just like something about like the exclusivity of a private gun mm-hmm. club and the fact that it's like you're using tools, like tools of murder. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it seems nefarious. Like yeah. there's something like well, simmering. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I also don't see, I can't imagine paying dues so maybe i'll go to a public one yeah just a one flat fee one flat one flat fee gun rental yeah Mm -hmm. i mean also okay that said if someone had like a collection of like old guns Mm -hmm. i would try out shooting them Mm -hmm. i i have no interest in hunting i have no interest in hitting any people or Mm -hmm. or, sorry any (laughs) living things which is not or even moving targets really Mm mm-hmm just to feel what it feels but like yeah, to shoot I, it. Yeah, I mean, I like archery. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I would try it. But yeah, I'm not, I don't frequent private club. What if mm. I like pulled out my private gun club membership card? That means, I, and you just had no idea. It's my yeah. secret passion. That's, it would be a lot for me to have to come to reckoning with, I guess. It's because it's just, it's very out of character. And I just yeah. like, there's, what else don't I know about you? Yeah. I've shot guns before, but it was like on a farm in Montana. Mm-hmm. And it was with like my grandfather's gun or something mm-hmm. like that, and we shot a can. But um, for like, it's actually kind of interesting that like most of my family that like still lives out in like rural uh-huh. Montana, they don't give a shit about guns. And like, I feel like um, there's this thought of like rural people all oh, being like gun nuts. Yeah. Like, usually, like, yeah, when you live, I guess when you live, like, miles from anyone else, mm-hmm. they might have a gun just for whatever. But, um, yeah, my family, like, growing up in my house, we yeah. never, ever had guns. And I have no interest in shooting one now. This conversation has sparked a truth about me that I have not explored. Like, okay. <laughs> I would love to learn how to throw knives. Fun! Ooh, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but also it feels like there's a much larger margin of error in throwing oh, yeah. a knife yeah. than in shooting a gun. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily need to get good enough to like throw it at Jen's head and hit an the, apple like, at the apple. Jen's face right now. I don't think she wants to be involved in in your knife throwing. Jen, you're my partner. Nope. Um, (laughs) I want to get good at archery. Yeah, I would take like I would take or sword fighting. Like a Groupon. (laughs) I think I want to be on Game of Thrones. I I think think I do. I think I want to be Arya. But if there was like a class in archery, I would do that. What? Do you I want to class? No, I just want to go do one. There are archery classes, and you can get them on Groupon. Yeah, I feel like if a living do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, if you're on Game of Thrones, I could see you as an Arya. I could Who do you also, think I would be? I, Cersei? My, no. no. My first thought was, uh, and I'm going to say her name wrong, uh, Jon Snow's love interest, Egret, is you. Because you do not like oh. rules and This stuff. is true about like, me. Like, I don't think you could hang with, I feel like you, well, oh, wait, hold on. I was going to say, I don't know if you could hang with the faceless man, could, yeah, but, but you um, might attach I some might. daddy issues onto that faceless man. Yes, and then I would. I would be like, how come you will not accept me as your fake child? Okay, Why yeah, don't no. you let me be your daughter? I guess not. I'm going to fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps no. this aligns to my real life. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're an Arya. Wait. <laughs> what's a, what's Jen? Hmm. 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 I feel very judged right now. <laughs> um. Should this be in all of our episodes? I, Which Game of Thrones character? <laughs> I mean, do it. Based on like what we decide. We decide do you it. know what you, I feel like, and you're not in this phase of your life right now. You're too young. But I think you could be, oh, and fuck, I'm going to forget her name. But like the, the, uh, Tyrell. Marjorie? No, oh, Marjorie the grandma. Barney. Yes. Yo, dope as fuck. Yes, you could yes, totally be her. Totally I tweeted recently that I'm constantly striving to live my life like an 89-year-old woman who gives zero fucks. Yes, that's her. I'm into it. Yeah. You could be her. Oliana? Oliana? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. I, that's who I, think I like it. Grandma Tyrell. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. That's a good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. Um. So okay, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> you know what? You are. You're a mix of like post- uh, this is going to sound post okay. um, that horrible rapist man, Sansa. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where you're like, you know what, y'all? You can take on the world. I'm like sweet and cute, but also don't fuck with me because I'm going to call these fucking armies yep, and I'm yep, going to yep. like fuck shit up. Like, but then also, Sansa. Yeah. yeah, recent Sansa, but also with a little bit more mix of like, I'm, I could fuck you up a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so like Sansa, Sansa plus Jon Snow. Yeah. Sansa, oh God, Sansa, yes. Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like you are the hug. You're the Sansa, Jon Snow hug when they like meet. Yeah. Uh, in the snow. Yes. Uh, at the, at oh Castle God. Black. I'm yes. so glad we started this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would maybe make out with Littlefinger in the rain, in the snow. Yeah, no, and no, then no. like regret it yeah. later. But like, uh, like sure. let's roll with it right now. <laughs> <For> like the <laughs> snow's falling. I'm wearing this like fur thing. I'm like bad. Yeah. My hair's black. You, I feel different. Yeah. You, feel, you, talk, you know things. Like, sh- that's whatever. Let's hang out. Oh, um, my God. Oh, man. That was fun. Well, great. That was really fun. I feel better. I feel like a new yeah. person. Yeah. Great. Do you feel like Egret? <laughs> I feel like Egret sounds, or Egret Aria. Yeah. You got a yeah. little, yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. Like, I could see myself doing the Egret shit, though, mm-hmm. too. She's so badass. She's so badass. Yeah. And also, I don't see you, I, part of what I love of her relationship with Jon Snow is that she does not let him 
get away with shit. Get away with anything. No. And also doesn't let him mess up her flow. No, yeah. she's, she's like, okay, this is like dope while we're doing this, but also I'm going to shoot you with 10 arrows if you yeah, fuck with me. Exactly. And and I'll feel bad about it because I and do I'm not gonna love kill you. you. Yeah, like I love you, but yeah. like I, 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 have, I have priorities. I have priorities. I've got things to do. Mm-hmm. I have a life to live. Yep. She is a strong, independent yeah, woman. That gets cut down, unfortunately. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that was like seasons ago at this point. We I know. spoiled a lot lifetime of Game of ago. <laughs> Yeah, we spoiled so much Game of Thrones. Catch um, up, guys. <laughs> um, if you're not cut up at this point, like, come on. Right? Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? You're you're either not ever going to watch it or you're mm-hmm. caught up. Yeah. That's yeah. where you are in life. Or like, you're going to watch it eventually, but you'll forget what we said by that point. Yeah. For sure. You'll forget, for sure. Yeah. Glasses on vampires. They don't need them, right? They're psychics healed, doesn't it? Which vampire? It's so hard when Jeremy Renner is like, "I'm going to do some research fighting." Okay, I'm going to wear my glasses. He's doing an affectation. He's trying to look like he's like, "This is my look for when I'm being scholarly." My study look. (laughs) Which (laughs) he has like a little lookbook. (laughs) (laughs) He can mold his facial hair into different patterns. Study look. casual look it's like feathered but it does and i don't know if it's because young jeremy renner is handsome but like he also kind of looks like a glasses model like you know when you go to the glasses store all of the ads none of them look like real people who actually none of them have those little marks no on the side of his he's like um the picture for like tom ford glasses Mm -hmm. when he's like he's like looking down and then there's like a woman that's like looking up yes (laughs) that's that cool um so how many of these men we're actually impregnating these women. Was it only the ones that were at the gun club? I didn't get that. Because there were a that. lot of pregnant women. Yes. I thought there was one guy for every pregnant woman. Girl. So it was like one-on-one. Yeah. So I – because we had the – because that was the thing too. At the gun club, we had uh, Ken Marino and then we had the two guys whose, whose faces we had seen before. And then we saw the legs of other guys. Yes, there were legs. <laughs> we did <laughs> so, see legs. So I feel like those were other – but I, like think there, so I think there were five of them total. Mm-hmm. It felt like there were more than five pregos, but I don't remember exactly. I felt like there were like or five were or six. I, okay. Like they, I felt like there were, yeah. Because I'm like remembering that image when like Wesley's like, get out of there right now. And like all of them turned to him. It was okay. so upsetting, all of them in those robes in, yeah. The, yeah. in the water. Yeah. It was a very. It was more upsetting when I thought it was sewage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, he said it smelled really bad. Yeah. yeah, and their money smelled bad, remember? Mm-hmm. I also wrote uh, in my notes, I feel like a pregnancy cult like this probably exists in L.A., I'm right? sure it does. I'm sure it does. <sighs> Cults are everywhere, right? Yeah. Like, they're always around. I think they're anywhere that people are searching for something, mm-hmm. searching for something beyond their lives. And, yeah, I guess anywhere where there's unfulfilled dreams. Have you guys watched I Am Not Your Guru? Mm-mm. Not yet, but I'm torn. <gasps> Lindsay K. Ty told you me it's good. <laughs> Lindsay K. Ty told me it's good. Give me a week, Jen. <laughs> and she just told me that there's this part where um, he's like, t- it's like a huge you yeah. know, room and there's like 2,000 people in there. And um, he's like, how many of you here want to kill yourselves like are suicidal because I want to work on you first. And so like a few stand up. Mm-hmm. And there's one that's this woman that's like 26. Yeah. And he's like why do you want to kill yourself? And she's like, he's like, you're so young. And she's like, because I can't take the pain anymore. And he, like, his thing is to be kind of like gruff and like, you know, diffuse it with comedy. Yeah. And he's like, you're only 26. Like, how, what kind of pain could you have had? Like, what, like, um, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you've got so much pain ahead of you. And she was like, um, 
me and my brothers and sisters escaped from a cult, uh, the child of God Mm. cult. And she's like, so I don't know what love is. I I can't have relationships. I can't have sex because we were forced to have sex with each other. And like all of this shit. And then everyone just like starts crying. Of course. And she's crying. And apparently it's really moving (laughs) when that happens. Um, What does Tony Robbins say? He's like, I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, good. Good. Like, oh my god, that's a terrible thing to yeah. say to anyone. Yeah. To anyone, before like, you know their yeah. story. But that yeah. that is sign. Like so much of his thing is like, yeah, you can get over it. Like it's a thing. Yeah, but okay. But you're better than that. Be better than that. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's like a problem. It. Yeah, I don't know that you should follow Tony Robbins. <laughs> I don't think I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, I just that's just not how I deal with stuff. Is by like having. How would people you say that you me. deal with stuff? I mean, I don't often. <laughs> <laughs> Just cover it. Cover it. <laughs> yes. Make a cute joke. <laughs> but like, just like being told to get over it is not. It never works. Constructive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think distracting yourself works. And yeah. if you distract yourself from like pain with something that's constructive. Yeah. Then, I mean, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe and I've like, got a so- gaping hole inside me, but. Mm-hmm. Surrounding that, myself with people who care about me as a human being, I think, is how I deal with things mostly. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe not actually dealing with the thing itself, but like making myself feel better by being mm-hmm. with around people that yeah. care about me as a human. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I usually just like I'll distract myself until mm-hmm. I'm like able to think about it and then I will like try to unpack it. Usually, I do this thing where I'm like, oh, I don't know why I'm so depressed right now because I like will ignore yeah, a lot of things that have yeah. built up, and I'm like, random, weird, just normal things. But then I'm like, oh no, obviously something set this off, yeah. and then yeah. it's just been like festering, and now I'm like, just it's been pushed aside for a second, right? And I need to like think about it now. But yeah. I, I try get, to deal with stuff in the moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would react well in a Tony Robbins seminar, and. And Kelly's seen me do this, but like <laughs> when a when a man is yelling at me, Ugh. it for some reason I it hits and maybe it is like a da- I don't know like I don't know what it is, but it's it it it's a hits patriarch- me. patriarchal society. Maybe it's patriarchal, <laughs> but like there's something in me where it cuts a hundred percent deeper. Yeah, and I can't intellectualize it. So like if someone did, if Tony Robbins did tell me like, yeah, your problems are nothing. What are you? I would internalize that immediately and probably start crying. Because like it, for some reason, it's like that masculine energy cuts way mm. deeper. It's really hard. Well, there's like a there's like a sharpness and a gruffness and a like almost dismissiveness yes. sometimes of masculine energy, mm-hmm. where it's like whatever, like your thing is lame, and it's like, ugh, yeah, yeah, it hits hits harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm discovering as I get older and have more things to be like pissed about in terms of like. Uh, sexism and mm-hmm. all that fun shit that I have a hard time uh, controlling my feminist rage. <laughs> it starts bleeding into my life and I just get like pissed about things that maybe I don't need to get pissed about. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was talking to my mom about that last night and she was like, I raised you right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. My mother has said things to me like, well, you don't have to be so feminist all the time. Oh. And I'm like, my mom yeah. and this was not that long ago in the last five years was like you know i didn't know you were gonna be a feminist i was really worried about it when you were a teenager like i really didn't know really yeah and it's like what and she's like yeah i just i didn't know you really and and she's very second wave like mm-hmm. very second wave and she's like 
you really liked knitting and doing all these traditional – you like Doris Day movies. So I just – I didn't know that you were going to grow up and be a feminist. And I was like, oh, I, was yeah. like I need to send her so, – like, she's great. She's a good feminist, but she's so second wave mm-hmm. yeah. that sometimes it's like, mom, I can I can embrace all feminine things mm-hmm. and still value women equally yeah. with men. Yes. Like, that's – It's about making your own choices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And being allowed to oh make your own choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um or making your own choices despite what you're being allowed. Yeah. Or or saying fuck <laughs> or it's like saying fuck the people who say there's something that you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um because yeah. that's that's the core of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um totally. uh, yeah. Um my last note for uh expecting is dating sucks, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I um, really liked Wesley's fisticuffs. <laughs> What is he was like, I'm going to fight you. It was cute. Oh, yeah. His, <laughs> his like, boxy boxy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is cute. I do think that um, because we were kind of talking about, like, uh, feminism and, like, Wesley right now not really getting how to treat women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that there is something worth noting, like, people learning and changing and, like, being able to, like, be like, okay, the way that I was raised was not awesome. Yeah. And, like... I'm seeing now that like this thing that I did was wrong or like mm-hmm. th- this this viewpoint that I had growing. was incorrect and growing. And I think it's nice to see Wesley. I mean, it's very sad to see him go through this journey because his involves a lot of pain. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's great that he will be growing in the future. Angel has always been just whatever. But with that, I mean, yeah. he's just been like, yeah. I'm too busy with my brooding and redemption to care about. Feminist issues. <laughs> he's also seen so much mm-hmm. um, in his life that I think he's. He, I think he's like a deeply humanist person. Yes, I would say. And that. so I think he's a feminist by like, by default mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't know that he's that invested in modern society. No, yeah. he is not. So, so I think yeah. But I do think he's. I think he is. I think he does agree with feminist ideals. Yeah. I think he does. And I think if 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 Angel were to exist in our world today, uh-huh. I would like to think that he would make out with Ryan Mogi. That he would make out <laughs> with Ryan Mogi, that he would like that he would also be like perplexed and appalled at like the hopefully last gasp of like men's rights shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or we or we'll stuff him underground and then in fifty years someone will run for president who is a misogynist and then they'll all like come out of the woodwork and we'll be like, wait a minute. You, yeah. You Hold can't up. be you're you're admitting that you're yeah. like this? Yeah. You should be a sh- you should be hiding in a hole somewhere. <sighs> Guys, but Cordelia got the KO in this one. Yeah, she did. She fucking knocked that guy. That was so good. I loved it. I was wondering what was happening. With her belly, whether there were stretch marks, mm-hmm. I was <laughs> so I was looking at her her stomach in that mm-hmm. top. I think it was just like just magic. It never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the that's the dream. Yeah. Oh God, that's the dream. Many women strive for that. Oh, poor women. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, because your whole body gets like remade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your it hips totally change. Your hips get. My mom changed. went up two shoe sizes. That's crazy. And it's just permanently forever, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's forever. Which, like, her shoe size now is what my shoe size is now. Oh. So I'm concerned that if I have children, I will become a size 11, which, like, there's no shame in that, but it's just harder to find shoes. Yeah, yeah it's hard to find, hard find shoes. shoes for size 10s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a 9, and sometimes yeah. it's hard for a 9. Sometimes. Um, though, okay, so I had a great wedding weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful party. Mm-hmm. Drink out of a 10-gallon thing of mm-hmm. Moscow mules. <laughs> there's evidence. Mm-hmm. But the next day, I was hanging out with the bride. 
and she had shoes that she needed to return to mod cloth and mm-hmm. i and i and she showed them to me and there were these suede booties cute. Like, yeah. so cute and were i was they like a size 10 they were <laughs> so yeah. i went home with bonus shoes awesome Ooh, what a great i was like I will save you the shipping to send those back to Modcloth. Yeah. yeah. Here's some money. Give me those shoes. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. That's great. So, yeah. Great so, haul. Yeah. So, sometimes being a size 10 is good. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you have other friends who are size 10 who don't like the shoes they bought. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, when I was in Charleston, my stepmom was like, I want to take you shopping. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't particularly like people. Like, it feels weird yeah. to yeah. like that I don't want them spending money on. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird, but I got two new pairs of shoes and a sweater. That's great. Also Um, a good haul. Yeah. I think I'm, oh, if I say it on air, then it's like real. Okay. (gasps) I was thinking about it last night. I think I might try not to buy any new clothes for the rest of the year. I have not bought any new clothes for a long time. Because I I was doing thrifting Primarily. Oh, wait. I, I was with you when I bought new clothes. Urban Outfitters. That was the first time I <laughs> okay, bought new clothes in a well, long time. That's going to be my last time. Okay. I think. We can do it together. I think that's my plan for the rest of 2016. Yeah. Just, what is it? Make, make do, and mend. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah. In fact, I, I mended the jeans I'm wearing right Does now. Does that count with, like, thrifting? Does thrifting I think count? thrifting is I do a lot a of lot. thrifting. I think thrif- thrifting, for what I'm trying to do, which is to try to lower my impact, mm-hmm. um... I think it's better than new. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's already made. But primarily, I'm going to try to not buy anything. Cool. Good for you. So Good. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It's okay. going to get cold. It is going to get cold. I got to have sweaters. Got to come up with outfits for London. And you can knit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can knit. I'll just knit some <gasps> sweaters. They love sweaters in London. They do. I feel like I'm going to probably have to buy some yarn there. Yeah. Oh, and I found a ukulele store in oh, London. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think. Wow. Yeah. So you've done so much good research because you're really going excited. fairly soon, correct? November. So we've got a Damn, little bit of time. Girl. But yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. We got to figure out our schedule too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do we have any other thoughts on these epis? It was cute the way that expecting ended. Mm-hmm. Yes. All yes. Feels. <laughs> and also them being like, they're so happy to have Cordelia back, but yeah. also like kind of like they're so afraid to lose her mm-hmm. and how they're kissing up to her. That was really cute. Yeah. And her, and her little bit of like, oh, and then he said he wouldn't pregnant. With this. Mm-hmm. Like that was very cute. <laughs> and her fucking with them. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It was really sweet. It was very sweet. And also is a good basis for what the show, because the show is kind of about chosen family. Totally. So. Unlike any other Joss Whedon vehicle. Yeah. He never does. It's really <laughs> uh, like he really should try new territory i guess that's what dr horrible is mm-hmm. there's no chosen family just pain just pain <laughs> um well and nathan fillion in tight pants mm-hmm. speaking of tight pants yes oh you're just sad about i'm just still having, bitter i'm sorry we'll bring you back jen you've been good you've you've passed the test you know and you know what <laughs> you, you see back. his like con- his body kind of in um in um fuck, what was that movie where he's cast opposite amy acker much ado about nothing Oh, yeah. Have you seen the We Didn't Much, much Do About what, Nothing? Nah. Oh, girl. It's good. And he does, like, push-ups at one point. He Ooh. plays Benedict. And right. I would say she's a... You don't like her Beatrice? No, she's a lot better than him. I think she's really good. Uh, yeah, but I I'll, every time... I I always think Beatrice talks circles around Benedict. That's yeah, like, and that's... She's lucky. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's a... Her character's just written so much better. He's kind of a... 
he's such a man. <laughs> when we slipped into misandry. Um, but no, uh, it's it's good. It's a modern staging. Cool. It's at his house. Yeah, he Ooh, shot he it at his house like house. over a weekend. Like he got all That's his friends together. Fun. And they just um, brought their own clothes. Like Yeah, but it's cool. the staging is really cool. Like really well done, modern, and uh-huh. that's one of my fa- it's one of my favorite plays. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he plays Benedict, and he's he's good. Yay! Um, and it starts with this is spoiler, but it's the first scene. Whatever. I mean, it starts with it starts with like uh, a like a scene that is not in the play at all oh. of uh, no lines of him like leaving a one night stand at her house, oh. which. If you read the play as many times as I read the play, that totally makes sense mm-hmm. with yes. how much, she has so vitriol. much vitriol for him. Mm-hmm. Considering, yeah, she has so much against him, but also knows that she really does like him. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna watch that again. That's like gotten me in the mood to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm into it. Is it on Netflix? I think it, it is. I think so. It was. It was cool. Um, yeah, into it. She's cool. there. Yeah, it's great. It's a great cast. Mm-hmm. It's like if you watch a lot of Joss Whedon stuff, it's like all your faves are there. Yeah, Ricky Lindholm is in it. Sweet. Um, just looking up to see. Yeah, just on. make sure it's still on there. <laughs> um, Nathan Fillion's in it. It's it's yeah, it's a great cast. The Kenneth Branagh version no! is also. <gasps> it's only on DVD. Oh. They changed it. Wait, that's the Kenneth Branagh version. That's a different one, but yeah. that's all there is. Amy Acker. That's all that shows up. Damn, it used to be right, on Netflix. I have it on anymore. DVD. I will lend it to you. Thank you. <laughs> and that goes out to all of our listeners. <laughs> uh, just tweet us with your address and mm-hmm. Mogi will send it to you. Yes, fact. <laughs> or I'll do a little perf- performance. <gasps> oh, perfect. Perfect. She'll come to your house and do it. <laughs> yeah. She'll fly yeah. anywhere you are. That is her. <laughs> yeah. We'll come to you. Oh, man. To play Beatrice <laughs> is but a dream. <laughs> um. Cool. All right, so I feel like we've run it. <laughs> I think we're. I think we're. Yeah, done. I think we tapped it, man. I feel like we're. All right, so um, do we? Do you have in front of you next week's? I can do it. No, I don't. All right, but... I have them. Yay! All right, so next week on Tall Dark and Broody, we're gonna do two episodes called "She" and "I've Got You Under, Under My, my skin. skin." That's unison, folks. Mm-hmm. And that's unison, folks. Mastered. <laughs> Um, thank you. For, or well, so do you have any like general takeaways or thoughts about like what these episodes? I mean, I think I said it already, but I prefer Angel mm-hmm. to Buffy. I think it's uh, and maybe it's just like because I'm not in high school anymore, and I do, and I am an adult living in LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like, and plus Cordelia is just like such a great character. It's hard mm-hmm. not to enjoy it. Like she just brings such so much more levity mm-hmm. yes. to the show. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed these episodes of Angel. Awesome. Yay. I'm so glad Thanks you enjoyed them. Thanks for making them. me watch them. Uh, and then, I think I know what you're going to say, but would you, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Jen? Well, I have my own dumb podcast. <laughs> it's a delightful podcast. It's fine. Uh, it's called <laughs> My Name is Weezer and it's all about the band Weezer and well, other things. Yeah. Lots and lots of other things at this point. <laughs> Sometimes they talk about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a great episode where we talk exclusively about Ryan Mogi's mom. <laughs> uh, we get it mostly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. That's, that's And you guys it. have been through the catalog. Yes, we've been through the catalog. Now we're going through other random shit that we think about. We re- Our most recent episode was about uh, Brian Bell 
the background guitarist side project called The Relationship, where my co-host Patrick and I talk about our relationship, and it's lovely. Great. That's <laughs> As a person awesome. who loves both of you, I cannot wait to listen. And then text you all of my thoughts live. Live as text. I, as I often do while listening to My Name is Weezer. I love it when people do that when they're listening to My Name is Weezer. Yes, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show, Jen. We really appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, we love having you on. Um, I guess that's it, right? Because we don't have any special things we do at the end. No, I mean, we say we say farewell. So and long. Farewell. I'll be to say goodbye. Oh, I thought it was goodbye. <laughs> There's adieu and goodbye. Yeah. Oh. There are different verses. <laughs> oh. <laughs>